From Tenby to Templeton for Pembrokeshire. From Pembrokeshire, this is Pure West Radio. Pure West Radio News. I'm Charlie James and here's the latest for Pembrokeshire. As part of Neighbourhood Policing Week, David Powis has been looking at Intact, the multi-agency programme to tackle serious violence and organised crime in the three counties. Intact PCSOs have educated more than 5,000 people around the management of organised crime groups and the signs and harms of somebody associated. The PCSOs have also supported 235 referrals, allowing children, young people and adults to access help at the right time. This included a man from Pembrokeshire who gained employment and the support he needed before potentially engaging in the use and supply of Class A drugs. He was supported through appointments at the job centre where he secured employment and was also helped in finding the medical and social support required. At the group in Pembroke and Pembroke Dock Boxing Club, useful skills are also taught such as discipline, managing emotion and calming strategies which can be used in life as well as boxing. A Pembrokeshire-based charity is looking for young musical performers throughout Pembrokeshire to play at the London Welsh Male Voice Choir concert. Sandy Bear Children's Bereavement Charity is on the search for young musicians, which will take place at St David's Cathedral on the evening of Saturday, May the 7th. The charity is looking for either individuals, schools or community groups to participate in the evening and help with the charity's involvement with the concert. For anybody who can help or wishes for more information, you can contact Hannah at sandybear.co.uk The University Health Board has published a list of how people across the three counties can help protect more lives, the NHS and each other. Just some of the pointers are getting your full course of vaccinations, following Welsh Government guidance on self-isolation and testing, wearing your face coverings, washing your hands regularly and being ready to be asked by a healthcare professional to wash your hands or sanitise whether in hospital or in your own home. Health Board is also reminding people to not accompany people to hospital, GP surgeries or any other setting unless they are vulnerable and require your assistance. Manabir Castle has taken to social media to announce that it will be reopening its doors to the general public this year on Monday, March the 14th. The Monday will be the castle's official reopening date taking place between 10am and 4pm on the day. A spokesperson for the castle said, We look forward to welcoming you back onto the castle grounds. Wellbeing, beauty and fitness facilities are among the new features waiting to welcome 2022 visitors at a multi-award winning Pembrokeshire Holiday Park group. Celtic Holiday Parks, which operates at a trio of locations in the county, says it has responded to customer feedback at its three parks by investing in new ways to improve the guest experience. Business owners Hugh Pendleton and his parents Vic and Anne say that the changes will ensure the family-owned group will continue on its course of attracting a new generation of visitors. He said parks are no longer a one-size-fits-all proposition and we intend to deliver the type of experience which people have been telling us they want from a holiday. They can still expect fun but many would rather visit a cocktail bar than a clubhouse, enjoy gastro-pub-style meals and enjoy treatment rooms with first-class facilities and ethical or 
organic products. Hugh continued saying our record bookings for next year suggests that this is no flash in the pan and I have every confidence that we will be investing and raising the bar even higher over the next 12 months. More information available online about the group on its website at CelticHolidayParks.com. I'm Charlie James and that's the latest for Pembrokeshire. Listen online at purewestradio.com. Well, a very good evening and welcome to the second half on Pure West Sports with Pembrokeshire Properties. Great to be with you. I'm Ben Stone with Fraser Watson and Gordon Thomas. And between now and nine, we'll round up the latest sporting stories from across Pembrokeshire and beyond, including a look back on the weekend's football. Haverford West County fighting hard to draw at Newtown in the Welsh Premier League and plenty of action right the way across Pembrokeshire. And two guests coming up for you tonight as well. Uh, We are going to talk netball with Lucy Howells. She's a former pupil at Milford Haven School and she'll be back playing for the Celtic Dragons when the Netball Super League kicks off in February. And she's a Welsh international and took part in an international tournament last weekend. And Gareth Schofield joins us to talk rugby. He'll be announcing the Pembrokeshire squad for the charity game with Valero that we spoke about a few weeks ago on the show. He'll be announcing that squad live on the air before nine. Will Fraser Watson get a call up? Well, he'll find out at the same time you do. Uh, Fraser, how are you feeling about that? Um, I've got Amazon Prime open, Ben, in case you need to order new boots and shorts and socks in the top. So you never know, do you? But, you know, we'll see. Gordon, we'll uh, chances of a surprise call-up for Mr Watson tonight? What, what do we think? You never know with Mr Watson. He's, uh, he pops up in all sorts of strange places. Exactly. Well, it could be a momentous <laughs> evening, this chap. So we, we will find out when Gareth joins us. I'm uh, really looking forward to talking to uh, Lucy as well on the show. And um, just as, as we kick off, actually, just a, a mention for the guest we had last week, um, Fionn Ashman. Um, loads of you watched the video of, of the interview with Fionn. It got shared on Facebook a lot. And it was a, a brilliant chat. Uh, she was back in action yesterday. She just let me know. Uh, unfortunately, they lost their game yesterday, but it was only a friendly. And she said, we've got a cup quarterfinal next week. So you can mention that. So we've done that, Fionn. Uh, good luck for your cup quarterfinal. And thank you to everyone who took the time to, to watch that on social media um, last week. Uh, well, it was another busy weekend, wasn't it, across uh, Pembrokeshire as football and rugby really swings back into action. Um, let's start with Haverford West County, um, shall we? And, and look at the uh, Welsh Premier League result because that was a, a decent draw, Gordon, wasn't it? Away a to Newtown, Gary and Jazz Richards uh, in temporary charge. They'll, they'll have been pleased with that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Newtown were flying high. The Robins, as they nicknamed, uh, second in the table. To be fair, uh, Haverford West County got uh, got off to a flyer as well. Danny Williams given the lead after only nine minutes. Um, second half, Torre Cisse came on and he had a couple of good chances to extend the lead. But unfortunately, they gave away a soft penalty around the 76 minute mark, uh, which their skipper Williams uh, converted. And uh, 
that was that. It was one one. But they they're home this Friday evening yeah. against Pennybon. So uh, I know they dropped the the charge of admission to five pound entry. So Brilliant. get along and watch the Bluebirds. They need your support. Yeah, under the lights on Friday. That's a really good excuse to get along. A fiver admission as well as as Gordon said. Uh, but Fraser, that that's a confidence booster, I think, for for the Bluebirds back in action. Obviously, both sides haven't played for a couple of weeks. It probably counts in in Haverford West's favour going to the team that are second in the table. And that was a good showing. Yeah, I think the first boost came on Friday night, didn't it? With Aberystwyth losing, um, so after a few point would take them out of the relegation zone. So they got the psychological boost of that. Um, you know, also interesting to see Ben Ben Fawcett come on as well. It's been no secret that there's doubts over his future and potential deal with TNS. But you know, at the moment he remains part of the club. You can continue to utilise him for as long as they can, whether that be in, in January or beyond. But you know, Gordon's right. Um, it should give him a lift. It should give Nicky Hayne a lift, even though I don't think he can work at full capacity at the moment because of visa issues ahead of Friday. And then following that is a potentially crunch game with Aberyst with the following weekend as well. And so yeah, it, it's been a you know, it's lacked clarity for everyone these last few weeks, obviously, and there's been a bit of ambiguity with what's going on. And hopefully, Halford West and all teams can just push forward now and and concentrate and get the season back on the road. Yeah, hopefully, that's the the final break that's that's put into play as as we move out of the the COVID restrictions, which is a good thing. But uh, Gordon Rob Edwards, when he came on the show, the Halford West chairman, he's always been quick to praise the backroom team, and and they are lucky to have some of the people who, who are hard workers at Haverford West and, and Gary Richards, very experienced. And, and Jazz as well um, was in the 2016 Wales Euro squad. So there's some good people yeah. at the football club. Yeah, well, yeah, they're professionals, aren't they? They've done it. They've uh, worn the T-shirt. They know exactly what's uh, required. And they've been boosted as well with uh, a few new signings. Uh, I believe uh, Jordan Davis has signed from uh, the Nomads. Ryan George has come into defence. Yeah. Henry Jones was on the bench uh, who signed from Bala last season. Uh, he has had a knee problem. The squad looks a lot stronger over this last couple of weeks since we've had the break as well. And that might be important going into this uh, before the split. If they could get a couple of key results, uh, then obviously... Uh, results builds confidence and then Halford West can uh, march on away from that relegation zone. Yeah, very important as they go on and say about Nicky Hayen is desperate to be able to start work as well. But in the meantime, uh, that temporary management team doing a good job. Uh, in the Pembrokeshire Football League at the weekend, uh, one thing we, we've spoken about quite a bit on a Monday, uh, Fraser, is the fact that there's always lots of goals across Pembrokeshire. It's been a uh, a, a kind of a tradition every Saturday since the, this season kicked off. Uh, there weren't any, though, in, in the game between Goodick and Merlin's Bridge. Nil-nil, they, they cancelled each other out somewhat, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Actually, a remarkable turnaround, I think. Gordon might correct me if I'm wrong. I think the last contest between two this season ended 7-0 in Goodick's favour or something like that. And it's quite a result, actually. Now, when you look, we've spoken before, haven't we, uh, Haken not wanting to drop too far behind despite having the games in hand. And in fact, they win those games in hand. Now they will... I think go within one point of good with the two teams to play. So I mean, it's actually pleased for Minnie's Bridge. He represented a, a pretty remarkable turnaround in them from last time. And look, Gordon said it before on the show: it's a rebuilding season for them. And I actually think the outlook of that club is probably better than it has been for a long time. That might not, you know, come true in terms of their first team results so far this year. But in terms of the young personnel they have, the second team they're fielding that's competing well in Division Two, and the junior setup as well. But you know, all young players they need results, don't they? You need morale boost every now and again and that would be a real one for them to go to good if can keep a clean sheet 
What caught your eye, Gordon, in, in the football this weekend in Pembroke? Well, I actually did go to the Goodick uh, Merlin's Bridge game and um, it didn't surprise me the result once I got there because uh, Fraser's talking about the young heads. They actually brought a lot of the old heads back. Richard Hughes played in defence. Lee Hudgel was uh, smarting in the middle of uh, midfield. Adam Hawkins was up front as well. They had a lot of experience uh, there against uh, a Goodick side who are not quite uh, firing on all cylinders at the moment since they've been knocked out of the West Wales Cup. Uh, Wayne, uh, uh, the manager, uh, Wayne O'Sullivan, was quite open about it. They battled hard, but they didn't. Both sides created chances, but on the day he felt that a point was a fair result. Um, Kiru are the side now mm-hmm. who seem to be in full flow. The, they won nine yeah. one uh, on uh, Saturday, and a certain guy called Adam Muscat scored Three. eight goals last week and yeah. scored uh, four this week. So that's twelve yeah. goals in two games. Fair play. Yeah, um, they, they're firing well as well. So uh, they're the team who uh, who can upset all the top sides as well on their day. So we'll have to watch how they get on against uh, the two, you know, Goodick and Haken. Yeah, indeed. So, yeah, pl- plenty of interesting stuff from across Pembrokeshire. The, the biggest result, I, I re- read all the goal scorers out in the first half of the show, of course. Um, the one that took me the longest was in Division 2, uh, where Kilgetty put 16 past Milford Athletic. Uh, lots of different goal scorers in that game. Yeah. That took up most of that, that first hour. Uh, Fraser, Swansea had a, a, a 1-0 win as well, which will, will be a boost for Russell Martin. Yeah, it didn't quite notch 16, but we did get one. And uh, it's a likely source as well, left-back Ryan, Ryan uh, Manning. And yes, it will be a boost because it's been a bit of a turbulent time for Swansea, mm. actually. Not actually played for a long time because of the COVID break and what have you. Not having I mean, one since November. Um, and have been out of form, actually, ahead of that Christmas break and, and failed to really pick it up since then. So, yeah, it was an unlikely source. But when they really needed, and you look at the table now, you think the fears of relegation should be pretty much eased for now. And he can perhaps concentrate on getting one or two in in January, which he needs to do because there's still uncertainty hanging around with the financial situation. Of course, Jamie Patterson, best player so far this season, set to go and happy with the um, the terms of his contract extension. So, as ever, it's turbulent times and it's not great times financially, but, you know, that win will sell them. I was going to ask you about that. Jamie Patterson, I know someone you've you've raved about, Fraser, yeah. in, in the past. Um, what, what's happening there? Do, do, do we think he'll go and where, where do you think he would he would move to? Well, he came as a free on a, on a one-year deal, which looked a steal given his form this far this season. Then before Christmas, Swansea triggered their their option to extend his for an extra year, which seemed a no-brainer and all seemed well with the world. But these uh, the conditions and, and the financial again use that word again situation regarding this extension. He's not satisfied with. He's since said he's unhappy with it and not been in the right frame of mind to play. So, and unfortunately, it looks pretty inevitable now that he'll be heading out this month, and, and it's a major blow. Yeah, absolutely right. Okay, um, just another mention. And uh, there's an African Nations game going on right now. Last sixteen, uh, Cameroon beating Comoros by a goal to nil. And um, the, the Comoros actually, because of COVID cases, have had to play a left back in goal in a major international tournament, which just shows the, you know, the, the grip that COVID is having in these in these regulations. But there was something similar happened, and maybe we can see whether we've got any stories of um, outfielders going in goal. If anyone watching or listening is an outfielder and you've had to play in goal in any sport. Do let us know. Um, it happened actually. Was it on Friday, uh, Friday Gordon? Fri- Friday. Yeah. D- just tell us about Ben Steele in Carmarthen Town, uh, Gordon. Yeah, well, Ben Steele is a, a well-recognised uh, outfield player 
playing for Haken United, Moncton Swifts, uh, and half of West County. Well, he's playing for Carmarthen Town on uh, Friday evening. Uh, he went between the sticks, to be fair, and apparently did a good, did, did a decent job. Either of you two ever had to fill in in no. goal, both outfielders? Inside at five aside, that's about as far as I've gone. I think I've been chipped a few times in goal, but no, we've seen. I've actually seen Ben Steele, the potent striker in the Pembroke League. Yeah. I think Gord, Gord might recall as well. He's actually deployed as a right back in making the defensive shortage in the one year they won the yeah. title, and and he, he he filled that role very well. But I would never put it down as a goalkeeper, that's for sure. Gordon no. yourself, did you ever go between the sticks? As Fraser said, probably in five aside, but not in a proper game. But it, it, it was, if you look back at some of the games in the 70s, boys, I know that's a long time ago, but it was quite common ground yeah. where mm-hmm. a keeper would get injured and one of the outfield players would go in goal. So um, obviously they now have keepers on the bench, but uh, years ago they didn't. So the outfield player had to go in goal. Yeah, well, I think I think Niall Quinn did it once yes. in Man City and saved yeah. the penalty, didn't he? Saved so the penalty in the nineties. Yeah, and I remember yeah. it doesn't happen as much anymore because of the fact no. that there are subs. No. But I think Harry Kane went in goal for Tottenham in a Europa game, and Tottenham were five 0 up. They, actually, he let one in. And it was a yeah. free kick and he just dropped it right at the striker's feet and, and, and made it 5-1. Uh, but any other examples? We've got anyone watching or listening who's an outfielder in any sport and you've ever had to go in goal, uh, give us a message on the Pure West Facebook page and let us know. Because uh, quite often, I think outfield players think goalkeeping's easy and quite a lot of goalkeepers fancy themselves as outfield players as well. Yeah. Don't they? That's, that's, that's yeah. the kind of thing as well. Um, just, just a quick look at the Premier League and then we'll, we'll talk to Lucy Howells. Gordon, um, Man U got a, a 1-0 win, but what a boring game. They're not playing much football under Ralph Rangnick, no? No, I have to agree with you, Ben. Uh, it, but they got the results. I think that's three wins on the bounce for Man United. They scored in uh, the, what was it, the 93rd minute. Uh, Rashford, of all people, who's had a lot of stick. He's had a, you know, Cavani was... Uh, Thought he was offside, but VAR clearly showed that his arm was over the line, but his uh, his feet were the the right side of the line, and he, you know it was the right decision. To be fair, I think VAR is making some dodgy decisions at the moment. And Fraser, can can anyone stop Man City? Well, Southampton nearly did, didn't they, on on Saturday evening? Yeah, there's a glimmer for Liverpool there and then maybe hope that they can drop points elsewhere. Something actually played very well, very resolute on Saturday. Still cities to lose, you think, with that nine-point cushion, albeit six, Liverpool win the game in hand. So I wouldn't say the title race is over yet. I don't subscribe to that theory, but the way Manchester City are playing, can't see them dropping too many more points, especially despite what happened Saturday. Yeah, okay, I just, I just love it. I just love it when we beat them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, le- the least said about Tottenham, the better. Uh, we played Chelsea three times this month, and I feel like I've watched the same game three times. We've been beaten two nil, one nil in the two League Cup games, yeah. and then two 0 yesterday. And just to say that we've learned so well beaten five nil on aggregate over the three matches. Um, so do get in touch with us then. Um, outfielders going go. I'd love to hear from anyone who's done that. If you did the park runs across Pembrokeshire, they're now back as well. Um, give us a message on that. And we'll read some of those out. And on the way next, uh, we are going to talk to Lucy Howells, former uh, pupil at Milford Haven School. She's a, a netball player with the Celtic Dragons, uh, Wales' sole representatives in the uh, UK wide netball league and she's a Wales international as well really looking forward to talking to Lucy and before nine uh, Gareth Schofield will join us uh, to talk about the Pembrokeshire rugby squad for their game against Valero you will find out if Fraser gets a call up at the same time he does before nine o'clock right here 
on Pure West Sports. Join us every Monday evening on the weekly Pure West Sports Show with Pembrokeshire Properties. All the very latest sports news from around the county as well as views, guests and gossip from our award-winning panel. Join us every Monday between 7 and 9pm. Pure West Sport, proudly sponsored by Pembrokeshire Properties. Buy or sell your next house with a truly local, fast-growing property agent. Pembrokeshire Properties. Welcome home. The Valero Community Update on Pure West Radio keeps you updated with the various projects Valero are supporting in Pembrokeshire. From sports clubs, schools, charities and musicians to members of staff from Valero who volunteer their time. We hear about the latest community projects Valero do to support our community on the first Wednesday of every month at 10.15am only on Pure West Radio. If you miss it, catch up on the podcast at purewestradio.com. The Valero Community Update. How are you, Bob? Good, thanks, Chris. Is it true what I heard? Yeah, we're officially the best butchers in Wales. That's amazing, Chris. Massive congratulations to you and the team. Oh, thanks, Bob. So what can we get for you? Well, Chris, uh, could I have a selection of your award-winning meats? Oh, don't forget to include a pack of Pembrokeshire's best burgers. Prendergast Butchers, Haverford West. Welsh Butcher Shop of the Year. Providing the finest quality meats to Pembrokeshire for over 70 years. We're open for orders either in the shop or on our website, prendergastbutchers.co.uk. If you can't get to us, no problem. We're offering a delivery service. Give us a call on 01437 763387. Ah, enemy ahead. Fire. Where? I can't see them. Right there. Fire. Oh, man, you missed again. You need to get your eyes tested. Nah, mate. I ain't got the cash for that. You're in college. You can get an eye test for free. Really? From where? I'm with Mags Optics. They're in the Riverside Arcade in Halford West. Sick. I'll check it out. Eye tests are free for children under 16 and those aged 16 to 18 who are in full-time education. Glasses up to £85 are free for students aged 18 and under with an NHS voucher. Call Paul, Tina and the team on 01437 767744 or go to magsoptics.co.uk to book an appointment. Mags Optics are the proud sponsors of the gaming show on Pure West Radio. I love my brother. We do fun things like playing together. I like having hugs with Freddie. Freddie gives the best hugs. But he used to be very poorly. And the doctor said he might need a new liver. Then one day, a very nice person gave their liver to Freddie. It was amazing. We were so happy. Now he's around to give me more hugs than ever. Tell your family you want to save lives. To find out more, visit organdonation.nhs.uk. Introducing MyPems, the online marketplace for independent sellers in Pembrokeshire. Looking to take the hassle out of marketing and selling your products online? Want to reach new audiences or customers whilst being part of a bigger community of local businesses and retailers? Then check out mypems.com. We're only a click away and could be the answer to taking the stress out of selling your products online. So whether you're a shop, an independent artist or maker, connect direct with customers and join a growing movement looking to buy locally at MyPems. For the perfect solution, contact Lillian and the team at MyPems.com. This is Pure West Radio. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire.
Monday evening and it's Pure West Sport with Pembrokeshire Properties. Really good to be with you uh, this Monday night and plenty to get through. We'll be talking rugby with Gareth Schofield before nine. He'll be announcing that Pembrokeshire squad uh, for the charity match with Valero and we'll get to some of your comments as well. Uh, Stories about outfield players playing in goal in football would be great. Leave us a message on the Facebook page. But let's talk to our first guest on the show uh, from St Ishmael's, Lucy Howells, uh, has just signed for her fourth season coming up for the Celtic Dragons, uh, Wales' only representatives in the UK uh, Netball Super League that you may well have watched on Sky because they, they do really good coverage of it. Lucy is with us on the show right now. It's really good to talk to you. Lucy, how are you? Hi, I'm well, thank you. Thanks for having me. Good stuff. And, and you join us ahead of the new season coming up a week this Saturday, so Saturday the 5th of February. Uh, for people watching and listening, tell us about the Celtic Dragons and, and what's in store this season. Yeah, so as you alluded to, we're the only Super League franchise based in Wales. Um, so we're a very passionate side. Um, we have been in the uh, Super League since it began many moons ago. So, um, yeah, we're looking to secure some wins this year, coming off the back of uh, a few losses last year. So our motive this year is definitely to win. We've got a new head coach, uh, Danny, who's come from London Pulse, and she's um, driving us forward at the moment. And for people watching, and Gordon and Fraser will, will jump in in just a sec, but for people watching who, who maybe don't know about the Super League, um, it, it's a, one, it's a really good standard and it takes you all over the UK. Tell us about some of the places you play and some of the teams you meet. Yeah, exactly. It's literally um, pretty much everywhere across the UK. So from places from Glasgow, Leeds, uh, Surrey, London, um literally all over um so every other weekend so we have a home game and then um on the off weekend then we go away and play um at one of those uh, places in the uk so it's nice we get to travel and whilst we're not playing netball we try and like go and um have walks around the cities um and try and sightsee as much as possible which is cool good stuff fraser Hi Lucy, I'm interested actually in obviously you're you're in the, the Celtic Dragon setup now, which is brilliant, but I'm interested to go back a few years if you don't mind. And I know you, you played in the Pembrokeshire League system, came through the Chaos team setup, if I know that yeah. rightly. Yeah. How yeah. did you make the transition? Were you spotted by the Celtic Dragons? What opened the door for you to go and play in the Super League? Well, to cut a long story short, um I was pretty much late into the system. It started when I went to university, really, where I really pushed myself physically um, and understood the attributes you need to play at the highest level. So um, from university, um, I 
was thought, okay, I'm going to give this a shot. And luckily that year there was open trials for the Celtic Dragons as if there was a new head coach. So I just went along um, and then went through the trial process and was fortunately selected. So um, I was pretty lucky as that usually doesn't happen. It was um, a bit of an anomaly. So um, yeah, I was, I was super lucky in that sense. And obviously, is the only Welsh team we should alluded to that you've got a lot of travelling um, and a lot yeah. of going over the bridge every other week. I, I expect, mm. but how important is it still for you know youngsters, those not just coming through the Pembroke system and all of Wales, that they've got this something to aim at? You know, young netball players in Wales, they've got a team, they've got an opening to, to, to play Super League. It, it, you know, it's within their grasp, so to speak. One hundred percent. Literally, I grew up in Tish. It's a tiny village. Um, mainly male sports teams. There's no not female ma- sport. Not many netball courts there. No, exactly. So <laughs> um, that's the. It's crazy. Like just going from being a young girl, like I was playing on the cricket teams and um, doing everything but netball, um, and then gave netball a go, um, and was really fortunate to be in the position I am now because um, not many people, I guess, would think they could do it. But it is. It's so possible. Gordon. Yeah, Nepal. I believe there's only seven players on the court at any one time. Yeah, I believe that's there's, there's, <laughs> very good. Very good. I, I believe there's five positions as well that can be played in netball. I'm interested where you play, Lucy, and okay. how much energy do you actually use? Because I know if you're just a goal shooter, you stand up the top end and just shoot. <laughs> if, if, wow! If you're a defender, then obviously I, I I would class you probably a defender coming from Tish with a bit of physical, <laughs> a bit of physicality as well. He's on form yeah. tonight, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, you got that right as well. Um, so, yeah, as a shooter, I guess, um, yeah, you you either start if you're really tall, you're lucky you can stand there. But if you're not, you've got to you've got to move. Um, so as yeah. a defender, um, yeah, I played three positions really: goalkeeper, goal defense, wing defense. Um, pl- can play See, anywhere. I got the defense bit right. I knew you'd yeah. be there. <laughs> challenge. You can t- yeah, you can tell. Um, so yeah, it's. More, you have to be a lot more physical as a defender. You know, you're constantly chasing somebody around, trying to win the ball any chance. Um, but I love it. This literally yeah. suits my personality. You said it was a physical game. I thought it was a non-contact sport. Is that the case? <laughs> uh, it's definitely... Con- uh, it's so physical. I played uh, yesterday in London um, and we were absolutely battered, like players on the floor constantly. Um, yeah. yeah. Everybody's so strong. Um as well as netball, we're in the gym constantly, so um, it's super, super physical. Um, yeah, I let's... played in a I played in a charity game. I'm going to own up to this. Oh, now. did you? <laughs> for, the okay, Milford, so for the Milford Mercury, many, many years ago, Tessa Stoddard was one of the players who played for Milford then. I think oh, okay. uh, Rihanna Nace and people like that were playing, and I actually found it very, very tough. Yeah, it was yeah. tough. Yeah. It's Uh, high intensity. It's hard work. You know, uh, it's also getting into the position in the right place and, you know, not being over the top but trying to defend. It's quite difficult, actually. Yeah, a lot of rules you've got to stick to. Yeah, very technical game, isn't it? Um, Gordon, fantastic. You're wowing me tonight. Wow, we're learning a a bit about you as well this evening. I I want to move on, though, to talk about Lucy's international career as well. Um, Because to tell people watching, you you took part for Wales, didn't you, in a tournament, I think, was it last weekend? Was it a fourteen tournament? And Wales did pretty well. Tell us about this, Lucy. Yeah, so it was a quad series. We played Isle of Man, Gibraltar 
and the Republic of Ireland. Um, first time we'd ever played Gibraltar. We'd just come off the back of a series against the Island Man. So um, it was really exciting, really good that um, we... 12 were picked um, for each day out of a squad of seven teams. So 12 athletes were given the opportunity to really show that they deserve to be in the squad. Um, and yeah, I was really lucky. I got three caps from the weekend. So wow. um, I loved it. Um, and it's just then good preparation for us coming into the Commonwealth Games. And, and that was going to be the follow-up question. And, and Gordon and Fraser, I'm sure, will pick up on this as well. But um, the opportunity to represent Wales, we, we've had we've had a few Pembrokeshire athletes on the show, mm. different sports. And whenever whenever we talk about the Commonwealth Games, you just see that passion and, and that real desire to represent Wales shine through. Um, w- would that be the same for you? And how, how close are you with Wales to, to qualifying? Yeah, that's literally the pinnacle of our netball careers. Every single person, there's like, I think there's about 24 of us in the squad at the moment, all fighting for a 12th spot. Um, nobody wants to not be selected. So it's, it's very, very competitive. Um, so we're currently sitting 10th in the world. To qualify for the Commonwealth Games, you need to be in the top 12. So we're in a good position. However, you just, the way the ranking system works is very complicated. So um, we're just going to keep our fingers crossed and hopefully we'll find out really soon where we sit. It would be amazing to be a part of that squad in Birmingham as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm really, <laughs> I'm working really hard um, trying to do everything I possibly can to get there. Good stuff. Fraser? Yeah, just wondering, the majority of players in that Welsh squad, also Celtic Dragons players, are interested in um, So, majority, yes. Um, there's a couple of players from Wasps who are based in mm. Coventry, Worcester area, I believe. And, um, oh, I think that's it, Yeah. Um, all in seven stars uh, in the Gloucester area. That must be also a strange phenomenon in a way then, because you've got these, these teammates who you've got obviously this colloquial feeling about the Celtic Dragons, the only Welsh side in the Super Leagues we've mentioned. And, and so you're in battle with them week in, week out. And then, like you just mentioned, you're then going into a Welsh setup where you're actually in direct competition for them for places as well. Is that yeah. difficult to, to maintain good relations, so to speak? Uh, to be fair it's good because you'll get an experience from different clubs different coaches different players so that then adds to the environment we create in Wales I think um it's obviously difficult sometimes when if you like in for example when you play in the circle defense with somebody if you're not training with them every single week then coming into a Wales environment where you need to work together it can be a little bit more challenging but um we yeah we've got amazing coaches who help us work through that the new the new season not too far away. Um, away to Manchester, I think on the on the opening weekend of the season. I'm just interested to know um, with with the the Sky coverage, that must be really good for the game. Has, has it really boosted your your profile and the team's profiles? The fact that it's that it's on the TV. Absolutely, like it's amazing for women's sport. Um, last season, every single game was broadcast on Sky. That's never happened before in netball. So. Um, it's great for young players. It's great for anybody who loves sport to just watch, understand the game. And it's not a lot of people when you refer to netball think when you're at school, um, you know, um, not the best sport. But then when you watch it at this level, you realise how intense, how much skill you require to play. Um, yes. So I think it's doing wonders for the sport and I hope it continues. Good stuff. Sorry, Gordon. I think you were going, you were going to come in. No. What about fitness levels? And uh, Lucy, do mm. you obviously do other work besides the, the netball skills? Do you have to do a bit of gym work or, you know, uh, go running or what, what is your fitness sort of regime in a week? 
Um, so as well as our court sessions, we have um, strength and conditioning sessions. That's three times a week. So that's gym work. Um, we also have to complete our own ball work sessions in our free time. So um, with basically all you need is a ball and a wall. You're just doing like your passing, basic movements. Um, and then we also have conditioning sessions where we have to do running programs or um, bike work, things like that. So, um, yeah, we're constantly training, trying to keep up a high level of fitness. Is it all monitored as well by the coaches? Is it? Yeah, know, yeah. Everything yeah, we is have... everything is logged. Yeah, we have strength and conditioning coaches. Also, also after the games, then is it logged how many pints of lager you have? <laughs> <laughs> Not a lager drinker, sorry. No social at all. <laughs> To be fair, we are really good with socials, um, but time and a place. I got you in a bit of a focused. corner there, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. Um, yeah, we're focused. To be fair, everybody wants to do well, wants to be in the best physical yeah. condition yeah. they possibly can. That's the right answer, Lucy, especially ahead of the new season. No, no doubt <laughs> exactly. about it. So good, good luck for that first game. Um, just, just a Thank final you. question, really. We we always we, we read out in the first hour and we get sent them every week, the, the junior netball results from across Pembroke. And it's great to see that junior netball scene thriving. And, yeah. and you're, you're flying the flag for, for girls in Pembroke by, by the, the level you're playing at. What, what would you say to girls who are who are watching and listening now? Um, how high can they dream the chance to play at the same level you are? Just keep doing what you're doing. Make sure you enjoy every single second always listen to what your coaches are telling you because they know what's best for you. I originally started playing netball as a centre. My coaches said, that's ridiculous. You need to play defence. You know, some players, would that would maybe ultimately lead to them finishing the sport. But you've just got to persist. Um, enjoy it. Um, and if you feel like you can really um, get someone with the sport, um, follow those paths. Don't... Um, don't put yourself in situations where you feel like you're going to fail because everyone's failed. I failed many times, um, but I still made it in the end. So, Well, we're going to be following your progress this season. Are, are you confident for a win on the opening day in Manchester? Yeah. Yeah. So Manchester are renowned for being one of the best teams in the league, but watching us in training at the moment, I feel like we're absolutely on fire. So um, we're definitely going to shock a few people this season. Can you make the finals at the end of the year, Lucy? I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> Look out. <laughs> Who knows? And a very final question. You, obviously from St. Ishbals, and you mentioned, you alluded to at the start anyway, that you, you played all sorts of sports when you were growing up. Do you want to just give a, give a few mentions, other things you played when you were younger? Yeah, so I was part of the um, like under 13, under 15 cricket team for many years. Um, you probably know a lot of those players and the coaches in that area. So that was my main sport, was with the boys playing all the time. Um, and then I just did like the water sports, um, played a lot of hockey and then did netball as well. Um, but yeah, cricket was my main sport, really. Oh, good stuff. What did you do? Battle bowl? Battle bowl? <laughs> a bit of, uh, I would say I tried to bowl. I tried to be a bowler. <laughs> <laughs> excellent well listen Lucy it is really great to talk to you um, this evening thank you for being with us on Pure West Sport you're doing a brilliant job flying that Pembrokeshire flag and the Welsh flag as well uh, so when you make it into the Commonwealth Games you'll come back on and tell us about it I hope Fab yeah thank you thanks for your time excellent stuff thank you very Hello, much Lucy. indeed thank you uh, Lucy Howells 
of the Celtic Dragons with us. Uh, we will finish the show by talking rugby with Gareth Schofield. We'll get that squad announcement for the Pembrokeshire game against Valero. And we will do that next. You're with Pure West Sport. It's Monday evening. Castle Hot Tubs are Wales's largest multi-award winning wellness company based right here in Pembrokeshire. Offering luxury hot tubs and swim spas to suit every need and budget. Check out their Pembrokeshire range of hot tubs inspired by the beautiful beaches and coastline of our county at castlehottubs.co.uk. A warm welcome awaits at the new showroom on Vine Road in Johnston. Want to win a hot tub for a week? Tune into Pure West Radio every weekday morning at 10.45 and play Where's the Hot Tub for your chance to win. Castle Hot Tubs, the friendly company. Big enough to cope, small enough to care. Vision Arts Wales! Pembrokeshire's newest centre for performing arts, bringing the West End to West Wales. Offering opportunities to perform in plays, musicals, concerts and even in TV and films. Maybe you want to develop your skills in our masterclasses and workshops in everything from dance, singing and acting to costume making and stage management. Vision Arts has something creative for everybody aged 5 to 105. So find that spotlight and join us today by visiting visionartswales.com. Seven Spice, where the staff are oh so nice. You'll love our Jalfrezi and special rice. What's even better is our price. This will have you coming back not once, but twice. <laughs> Enough of all that rhyming. Malaki! The Seven Spice of Market Street, Halford West, offers the finest Asian cuisine, open six days a week. They offer a fine selection of Indian dishes to eat in or take away. Book your table now or place your order by visiting sevenspice.uk or call Aki on 01437 762 789. The Seven Spice, where the staff are oh so nice. Have you seen that change for life? It's all about small changes we can all make to be healthier, like trying to cut back fat. There can be a lot of hidden fat in our food, so for starters we just need to check labels and go for low-fat options. Simple. And take a bacon butty. That can be made healthier just by trimming the fat and grilling it rather than frying. Easy. That way we're cutting fat and reducing the risk of heart disease or stroke. It's easy to be food smart. For more ideas to help you and your family cut back fat, search Change for Life online. This is Pure West Radio. Across Pembrokeshire, 24 hours a day. Homegrown alligator, see you later Gotta hit the road, gotta hit the road The sun ain't changed in the atmosphere Architecture, I'm familiar I could get used to this Time flies by in the yellow and green Stick around and you'll see what I mean There's a mountain top that I'm dreaming of If you need me, you know where I'll be I'll be riding shotgun Underneath the hot sun Feeling like someone I'll be riding shotgun Underneath the hot sun Feeling like someone We're south of the equator Navigator Gotta hit the road Gotta hit the road. A deep sea diving round the clock, bikini bottoms, lager tops. I 
Pure West Radio for a Monday evening. We're here on Pure West Sport with Pembrokeshire Properties. I'm Ben Stone, Gordon Thomas and Fraser Watson with us. Gordon, it was great chatting to Lucy, wasn't it? Lucy Howells of the Celtic Dragons, wishing them lots of luck for the new netball season. Yeah, what a talent she is, isn't she? You know, uh, from her tish roots, uh, going all the way through to Cardiff and playing in the, the top flight of netball, then getting capped as well. It just shows, uh, it inspires all girls around Pembrokeshire that if you, if you think you've got to aim at something and go for it, she, she's done that and achieved it. And uh, I wish her all the, the luck in the future as well. Playing at a really, really good standard, no doubt about it, and flying the flag for Pembrokeshire and Wales. Well done to Lucy. We'll, we'll definitely follow uh, their season with interest. Now, let's return to something we, we covered, I think, um, towards the back end of last year, the, the news that the uh, Pembrokeshire County rugby side getting back together for a game on the 26th of February against Valero, obviously part raising money for uh, Valero's Charity of the Year. Uh, Gareth Skirfield is with us to, to tell us a bit more about it. Hi, Gareth. How are you? Yeah, how are you guys? You okay? Yeah, we're not too bad at all. Uh, Fraser, you, of course, were involved the last time the game was played, uh, 2020, just before the pandemic. That's right, March 2020. Yeah, little did we know at the time the last game was kind actually played in, in Pembrokeshire at all for, for almost a year. Yeah, it was a great occasion that day and it'll be a great occasion one of this as well. And we just want to ask Gareth before he gets going here, how many, how many pieces of notepaper have you thrown away in the bin in the last week or two? <laughs> I, I have to remind you all, it was March 2019. 2020, no? No, 2019. Wasn't it, Gareth? No, I know. I think it was 2020. It was the year we finished with the Telegraph. That's how I know that phrase. No, March 2020, good. 
It was uh, last year. Was, uh, <laughs> you, you get mixed up yeah, with COVID nineteen. It might be. <laughs> <laughs> so I think because it was the last game you see that was played in Pembrokeshire before the the pandemic stopped things. It so was. that was twenty. That was twenty. Was twenty twenty. Corrected. It's been a long couple of years, Gordon. Let <laughs> yeah. you we've all uh, we've all lost track of time. Over the last we all got bad in the last few years. <laughs> so. For, for people watching first step, Gareth, just um, just just tell us about the game um, and and why it's important and why you're doing some fundraising as well. Just remind people listening. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's something that we want to try and do annually. Um, it went really well last time out. Um, like we said before, it was um, and a lot of people knew it was my nephew last time out. Um, he has um, a rare disease, Pip Hopkins. So it was something that I was passionate about to try and raise some money for for him to um, you know hopefully um, give him a better life and stuff and. Uh, uh, this time round, we're going to do it for the Valeria Charity of the Year. Um, it's, it's going to get announced this week, hopefully. Uh, so we'll know, um, uh, obviously, close to the time as well. We'll have, we'll have the, the the actual charity um, signs and stuff out for, for that. Uh, but the, the actual game itself, um, obviously, it's, it's um, we, we want to do it for two reasons, really. Obviously, for the first one, for the charity, and the second one, definitely, to get the county back up and running. So it's uh, something that we're all quite passionate about. And... Um, yeah, hopefully this will be uh, the start of uh, things to come. Good, good stuff. So February the twenty sixth. What time will that will it start on the on the night? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's uh, it's on February twenty sixth. So one o'clock kick off in in Pembroke, um, and then after the game, um, Wales England. So hopefully we'll have a big crowd to uh, enjoy enjoy the after after game um, drinks and party. Hopefully, <laughs> good stuff. Sorry, Gordon. Were you, were you going to say something there? Are you, are you, are you, no, are you no. It's actually Marin Ground, is it yeah. Pembroke? Yeah, a pen Gordon, yeah. yeah. And Gordon, you had a family interest the last time this game played. Didn't your son play, Gordon? Yeah, he did, actually, yes. yes oh, I'm, I'm glad it's stuck in the memory. Yeah, you've got a good memory. <laughs> uh, I've got a good memory. Yeah. He was okay. in a black and white shirt then, though, uh, Gordon, wasn't he? <laughs> Yeah, that could be a problem this time <laughs> yeah. around, Gareth. We won't go into that <laughs> side of things. He's actually sort of got his head together and is now playing for the Blues. <laughs> okay. Um, you're going to announce the squad in just a sec, Gareth. Just how, how, how do you go about doing it? How do you go about picking the, the, the Pembrokeshire squad? Because you've got so much talent to choose from. <clears throat> and yeah, them. absolutely. We, um, I, I, I contact every coach... Um, um, in the county and, and explained what we'd like to do and how we'd like to um, sort of pick the side there for this uh, game. And um, everybody was really, really positive and uh, came back with some really good feedback. And also, you know, together we, we chose a team uh, players from each club. So it's, it's worked out really well. It's, um, you know, and some good, good players on, on cheap too. How many in the squad? How many have you picked? So we've got a squad of 26 uh, uh, at the moment. So, and that's what we'll stick to for, for this one game. Uh, and likewise, then with the Lyra team, we're, we're 24 to 20, 25 players. So, good, good numbers today. Okay. So, are you going to announce this squad for us right now? And, did, and this is the first time people are going to hear it, I think, isn't it? So, uh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. This is definitely yeah. the first time. So, um, yeah, I, I know there'd be a few people watching. So, yeah. Uh, Okay, well, there's someone on there's someone on the show watching, interestedly, you know, going to see whether he's going to make a comeback. Not this. <laughs> we'll, get, we, we'll get Fraser's reaction either way as soon as, as, soon as this squad's announced. Um, yeah. Okay, Gareth, take it away. Let, let's. Yeah, absolutely. So if we, if we start with the coaches, um, we've got Steve Martin from Milford, who will be a player coach, John cool. Evans from Tenby, uh, John Davis from Crummock, and Gareth Bennett from Whitland. They'll be the coaches for the county. 
Um, and then if we move on to the forwards, um, it's Yeston Evans, Nayland, Owain Evans, Nayland, Scott Powell, Pembroke, Reese Price, St. David's, Jack Broadhurst, Tenby, Jack Mason, Whitland, Ben Gibby, Pembroke.Quins, Jack Davis, Pembroke.Quins, Will Delaney, Fishguard, Chris Sosso, Fishguard, Kyle Hamer, Milford, Yian Power, Langham, Jack Mock, Langham, and Jack Clancy, Harford West. So we move on to the backs. We've got George Williams, Nayland, Nick Satario, Whitland, George Raymond, St. David's, Cam Broadhurst, Tenby, Jamie Lewis, Milford, David Phillips, Crumach, Thomas Phillips, Crumach, Lewis Gibby, Pembroke, Josh Thomas, Harford West, Dylan Walsh, Narbeth, and Ryan Scarefield, Narbeth. And the captain of the team will be Jack Mason from Whitland. Excellent. Well, first thoughts, a good spread from across the county. Uh, Fraser, give us, give us your reaction to that squad. Seriously, that's an impressive set of coaches established there. Yeah, that's yeah. a reaction. Yeah. There won't be, be any messing about with that warm-up or those preparations. But no, good. I like it, actually, because there's new names in there, but there are also names, I think, recognised from last time who played very well. And I think that moving forward, Gareth, I suppose it's what people want to aim at, isn't it? To get into this squad, to impress and to win the chance to play again. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's my thoughts on it, Fraser. Um, you know, we have to give it, you know, help help clubs throughout the county. And this is going to be, a you know, the best um, incentive uh, to train and, and play well for your local side. Gordon, what was your reaction to that squad? It's a strong one, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, as, as Fraser said, I mean, John Davis, ex-Welsh International, involved in the coaching staff. Yeah. Uh, Gareth Bennett, very experienced at Whitland. Um, you know, it, it, it's good. And also the, the mixture of forwards and backs throughout the county uh, is, is a good one. And um, I obviously delighted, Gareth, that you uh, picked my son. I'm quite happy about that. <laughs> I thought I'd blown it once he'd gone back to half a glass. No, it should, it should be a good rematch with um, Jack Price. I'm looking forward to it. That will be a hell of a rematch. They love uh, battling each other, those two. And Gareth, yeah. I remember when you were on on last time to talk about the game, and um, you always say Valero are, are a strong side themselves mm. as well. So it'll be a good test. Yeah, absolutely. Like I said before, we you know the the, the teams are you know they play a very good standard week in week out, and um, you know it'll be very interesting on the day. And um, like we said, it's uh, it, it should be very well supported day two by the sounds of things. The support and um, messages I've had since I've started this has been fantastic from all clubs and on people from around different towns. How much of a how much of a training session will they do before the game? Will, how, will they work with the coaches much going up to it? Because obviously it's not easy putting together players from across the county and getting them to, to play together. Yeah, um, you know, now the squads, I'll, I'll have a chat with the coaches and see if they'd like to have a training session for, beforehand. Um, you know, at the end of the day, it is, this one here is, is for the charity match. So um, we're hoping it will be competitive and, you know, obviously Valera will... Uh, of their own training sessions. So, I, you know, I take it the county would like to have one or two, maybe. Yeah, excellent stuff. Well, uh, listen, we'll, we'll talk to you before um, the 26th of February because it's, it's going to be a really, really good occasion. It's great you've just announced that squad uh, live on Pure West Radio. Anyone, any players on standby? Well, obviously, you know, um, there's been talks about a water boy, but I think he's going to take the teams. <laughs> So uh, I've been talking to Bill Khan today, so, you know, he's, uh, he's prompted him as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think, Fraser, your other half just sent us a message saying you didn't make the cut, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> <Did> you pipe? <laughs> 
she could pipe down next door. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I think she was more interested to know you were thinking about coming out of retirement. But seriously, that, that's a great squad. And uh, we wish you all the best for it, Gareth. Thank you ever so much for, for being with us. And well done to everyone that, that's been picked. That's a, a really good spread from across Pembrokeshire. And as, as Fraser and Gordon said, a, a really strong coaching team to lead that side as well. Um, thank you for your time. Thank you for being with us on Pure West Sport this evening. Yeah, no worries. Take care, guys. Thank you, Gareth. Excellent stuff. That's a, a great way to, to finish the show um, there. And, and seriously, uh, that's going to be quite exciting, isn't it? It's, it's a good squad they put together um, there, Gordon and Fraser. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, um, both forwards and backs, there's some class acts, here, to be honest with you. And uh, the last game that Fraser featured in, in uh, to be fair, it was a good game. Fraser, when was it, Gordon? When, you know? when was it? Uh, it could have been it might have been 19 I don't know <laughs> uh, no, uh, no in March 2020 mate it was a very good competitive game all jokes aside yeah and I think it'll be the same again because Valero will be strong yeah we, we've joked about it and as Gordon said it was it was a close game it was a very physical mm. game because it was um, both and they did on a serious note now I remember very aware at the time that it pretty much my first and last chance to play from the county mm. and, and it dawned on me that my only appearance could be a defeat and I didn't want that you know mm. and, and the players there again won't want that you know because chances yeah. to represent Pembrokeshire you know unlike Gordon's day so to speak he doesn't mind me saying have been rare haven't they in, in the last decade yeah, or so they haven't, have. been, haven't been a side up and running and you don't want to waste your one chance when you get it so you know teams don't want to lose and, and, and Valero as well the boys involved there But what was noticeable as well, Fraser, was um, after the game as well, everybody getting together and having a social. It's it's lovely to get Mm. players from all clubs around Pembrokeshire at the same venue playing against each other and with each other Mm. and uh, something to talk about after as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and how how good is that Pembrokeshire side? Do you think? Because I think Gareth's put that coaching team together, picked some really good mm. players from across the county, and I guess for for it to be taken seriously, um, it needs to it, be a strong coaching a setup. It needs to be. A I, mean, good side. I, I yeah. can go back. Obviously, I mean, I was fortunate enough to have uh, teams that had won the Welsh Counties Cup, also teams that had beaten America and Japan. Uh, that was those are the only touring sides that Pembrokeshire had actually, you know played in their history and I was luckily to be part of that era and it's so different today the boys don't get this opportunity but this is a good way of doing it yeah absolutely and like you say Fraser you you look back on that really really proudly you've actually put on the Pembrokeshire colours because not many people get the opportunity to do that excellent stuff that's that's a great way to to finish Uh, very quickly just before we do finish I'll just quickly read out the the indoor cricket results from uh, the games that were played over the weekend um, in the ladies league Uh, Pembroke Dock uh, beat St Ishmael's, Pembroke Dock 71 for 4, St Ishmael's 53 for 4, uh, Burton beat Tish, Burton 88 for 4, uh, Tish only 55 uh, for 5 in that game, Haverford West uh, beat Pembroke Dock B and Burton uh, lost uh, to Haverford West in the games played yesterday, great to see the indoor cricket continuing to thrive. Uh, we will be back next week and Fraser and Gordon get your thinking caps on because we're going to be previewing the Six Nations next week aren't we? And we want some predictions I think. Not Wales. Yeah. Not Wales. Okay. Not okay. Uh, my predictions haven't gone very well. If the Ashes were, were anything to um, do, I just hope that you tip England. That's all I hope. You'll tip Italy the way he's going. 